The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. Why did I just receive like a manifesto <laughs> from you <laughs> via email? Because I know you were over there typing away at something, which you, you wouldn't explain it. You said you were busy, so I wanted to help you out because it's a very important day today. I have not. All I've read is the very first line, and I to, honestly, this email that Sarah just sent me—it's like three pages long. It just—it starts off with, "Oh, what a happy, glorious day today is." Are you starting a cult? Is this like something you're releasing to the media? Are you exposing something? Well, today? I just wanted you to read it first. By the way, I sent that to you. Like, just finished typing, hit send. I didn't even reread what I wrote. So I'm so confused about <laughs> what's going on. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. Uh, as usual, just a reminder: we have lots of stuff in the archives for the Fun Employment. Radio Supporters Club, funemploymentradio.com slash supporter. And also want to, uh, a couple other quick announcements here before we get to whatever we're going to be doing. Uh, save the date of April 14th, Saturday, April 14th, to join us. We'll talk a little bit more about that here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. And also we have our Alaska trip coming oh up. Oh my gosh, it's coming so up so Radio soon. Radio going on the road to Alaska, April 19th through the 21st. If you live in Anchorage, get a hold of us. And let us know. I know we've we've contacted some people up there in Anchorage. Uh, but also we've got a lot of people that are flying up with us, which is awesome. Oh, my gosh. And if you've been waiting to pull the trigger and you're like, I don't know if I want to. I mean, get it's on the with us fun. for a little bit. We're all going on a vacation together to Alaska. It's going to be awesome. And plus, I was looking, and flights are still really cheap right now. So even if you want to just are, look them up. They are. They're way cheaper. Yeah. Just look them up. Come hang out with us in Alaska. They're cheaper than when plus, we bought them. one of the places, spoiler alert, we'll be going to is the coolest bar ever. We'll probably be going to Chilkoot Charlie's. We'll be going to we'll be going Charlie's. to Coots, which is where I got this amazing shirt. And if you're place. watching on the video stream, which is in the archive, then you can see Sarah's shirt there. Yes, and I'll post Chilco. a picture of it with this episode because that was one of the most magical places, and to know I get to spend it with other people, oh, it's gonna be fun. It's it's a place, and it we're gonna go there, place. and we're gonna go there. It's we'll like, avoid am I going stabbing. to be but, murdered? But uh, <laughs> that's where we're gonna be. So uh, find out more slash alaska You can buy your ticket for the. For the whole uh, adventure there, I mean, it's not your plane ticket in your hotel, but it's the ticket for the bar tour and everything else that goes along with it. So, Plus all Courage of is playing. Courage is playing. Plus a private uh, podcast taping. Private podcast taping, party, all that stuff. Funemploymentradio.com slash Alaska. Yes. All right, so we did this a few episodes ago where since we're getting up into our very... Very wow! These these numbers of our episodes are getting insane. So yeah, we they did sound fake. episode one thousand nine hundred seventy seven a couple of days ago, which also corresponds with nineteen seventy seven, the year I was born. And just a short time later, we have now come to episode one thousand nine hundred eighty, the year that Sarah X Dillon was born, and as she's calling it, yes. Sarah Day. It's Sarah so, Day. The whole thing with this, and I'm still confused on the concept. This is this was Sarah's doing. She she did you know come up with some things for me. I think you read my Wikipedia page, which was really awkward. Um, yeah, but but I was like, okay, I, I don't know what you want for this. What do you mean it's Sarah Day? Like, what do we have to do? And uh, you didn't want to do play. anything. Like, well, you no, really it's not that I didn't want to do anything. I just I didn't know what you wanted. What that accounts for? It's for, a celebration of me. But isn't that your birthday already? No, well, this is a very this is a once in a lifetime thing. I mean, this is our only one thousand nine hundred and eightieth episode, and you know, since it is the year of my birth, I thought that it would be nice to celebrate maybe a little bit of me, considering you got nineteen seventy seven. Okay, 
I mean, I think someone's being a little selfish by not, you know, understanding that I need one, too. Okay. So that being said, Greg does a lot of the stuff behind the scenes. He's been, um, like, doing, like, poking up all the video, doing all the stuff beforehand. So he didn't have a lot of time to look up all of the amazing things about me. (laughs) So I decided, out of my own free will and, you know, and generosity, because, you know, Greg is, um, he was being lazy about it. I decided that I would help him out by writing... Maybe a slight, a little bit of a manifesto, but I did. I sat down and for 20 minutes just kind of typed and typed and typed and cranked this thing out and then emailed it to Greg. And uh, so I wanted to give you a special treat. Okay. Well, I'm seeing this here that you, you emailed over to me. Again, it's it's very long. It's not that long. Am I long. supposed to have to read all of this? Yeah, you read. It's not that long. And I was doing it for everybody's benefit. I mean, since this is the one thing, I mean, it's a little behind the scenes. For everybody's benefit, because everybody's excited about Sarah Day. Everybody's excited about Sarah Day. It would be mean of me to, like, hold all of this back. There are some little hidden nuggets in there. Okay. All right. Would would you like some info about 1980? Uh, I would love some. Okay. And I have some music to play behind it, too, that's inspiring. (laughs) Of course you do. Um, I figured, you know, I can pull up and tell you, like, some things that happened in 1980. Sure. For you, Sarah. Well, me. (laughs) Yes. for, For all for Sarah. Yeah. For, I mean, for I, Sarah's I year. Yes. Um, let's see. There's well, a lot of bad stuff happened. Oh. oh. Well, good thing I was there to yeah. kind of be the silver lining. A lot of bad stuff happened actually in 1980. Well, Mount St. Helens erupted. That's true. In 1980. In May of 1980. But in that was May before of, I was March born. of 1980. Yeah, or March. March I thought it was May. It's. Um, I'm pretty sure it was May. Yeah, I think you're right. Oh well, it started. The earthquake started in in yeah May 18th. That's okay. when it erupted. Okay. Okay, well, thanks for correcting that. No problem. Uh, uh, Rubik's Cube debuted in 1980. Oh, my God. I'm as old as a Rubik's Cube? You're as old as a Rubik's Cube. (laughs) I thought that was a lot older That's pretty old. Wow. CNN launched. Oh. You are the same age as CNN. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow. Uh, You mean fake news? (laughs) Yeah, you are old. Uh, Post-it notes. You're older than me. Stop it. Post-it notes. Also, I can't pull a Romeo and Michelle thing. When I go to my 20-year college reunion, because uh, they go back to their um, or their high school reunion and they say that they invented post-its. Is that what they say? Yeah. They invested They invented, they invented post- post-its because they want to like seem as if they're business women. So I definitely can't say that because I would have had to invent them when I was born. Wow. A VHS home movie camera was $1,600. Oh, boy. You could have one at home. Oh, boy. I, um... <laughs> Crown beef was $1.39 a pound. This is from peopleinhistory.com. This is the one that I just looked up. All right. Well, anyway. Ground beef. I don't even know how much ground beef is now. What, like uh, it's five bucks? That. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably like five bucks. Okay. Yeah. All so right. there we go. Thanks for the price of ground beef, Greg. Yep. Just letting you know the things that Sarah this cares is why about. I had to write stuff out. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and take a look at what All Sarah right. wrote well, here. Well, you have to be very, like. This is huge. What I is spent this? some time. It's a manifesto of my life. So, no. <sighs> I thought that it would be. Are you reading this? I have to read this. No, you're reading it. I read it. I wrote it from your perspective, and you need to be. You need to read it with flourish, and you need to read it animatedly and with passion. Why? Because I wrote a very nice piece about myself, and you need. To <laughs> I pay did it a respect. nice thing for myself, and you. You need... told me that you didn't have time, so I made time. <sighs> Wait, hang all on. Right. Let me pull up my music. All right. All right. All right. All right. Oh, wait, whoops, that's still talking. Let me okay, well, this ahead. isn't working out. Yes, it's going to work. Everything is just fine. Uh, Rick is asking in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live, has he never seen Romy and Michelle? I I don't know if I have seen Are Romy and Michelle. Are you kidding? That is one of the best movies of all time. 
I mean, I know who's, it's uh, Phoebe and uh, what's her name? Oh, no, this isn't an instrumental. Um, and uh, Mira Sorvino. Um, Mira, yeah, Mira Sorvino. Yes, you know who that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. Let's take All a right. look here. We just won't use it. Yep. Okay. So I'm just going to read this directly as it was sent to me from Sarah for Sarah Day here in 19, episode 1980. Oh, what a happy, glorious day today is on this, the first of what I hope to be many, many Sarah Days. Okay, real quick. What? It's episode 1980. We're not going to have another episode 1980. I mean, we can have like another one where it's like. Uh, well, how would that even work? There, there'll be other ways that we can figure make out any how to sense. make another Sarah day. Shh, it's fine. What is a day without a Sarah? It is like a night without a moon, like a day without a butterfly, like a sandwich without mayonnaise. If I had my way, I would want it to be Sarah day every day. But alas, we need to leave <laughs> I'm days. Sorry, I'm that was you. That was. I'm sorry. I have, I've had a lot of coffee. Keep going. But alas, we need to leave days for other people, like myself, barf. <laughs> Let us begin on this magical journey that brought us the person that we all know and love. You have to love. say it like you mean it, Greg. I spent a lot of time writing that. I'm reading it like somebody at a, like a wedding who's being forced to read well, something try, they don't want. Well, then try, but read it more like you being forced to, because right now you just kind of sound like a robot, and I feel like my beautiful words are being lost in your shitty delivery. on this magical journey. That brought us the person that we all Stop know. making this about you. This is not about you. This is about me. Now, be respectful and read it properly. Let us begin on this magical journey that brought us the person that we all know and love. That's more like it. Okay, that's more like a preacher style. Yeah, but it's I'll too loud. Like, be it a little less aggressive. Well, a preacher style has got to be yeah, like... You are the, it's being pointed out that you are the worst friend. Pre, well, okay, I'll read it in some different styles. Stop we'll making it right about one. you. It's about me. Let us start... At the beginning. Greg, stop. Of Sarah Day. Why do you have to ruin everything? I'm trying it. Okay, Just well, read I reading, it. I was reading it too wrong. The other, I really like what I wrote, and I don't want your fucking fancy, like, your little fancy, free, shitty dialect to take away from my beautiful words. Sarah was born in the mid-afternoon on October 9th, 1980, making her significantly younger than myself since I, of course, was a child of the 70s. Sarah came into the world with sparkling golden hair. Yes. And a giggle <laughs> that could make angels weep. She was, oh my God, this is too much. Keep going. She was the light of her parents' eye. Can you talk a little louder? Like it's like you're I, I'm trying. I you didn't like it loud. Just I was too loud before. Read your regular voice. <laughs> okay, fine. So you don't like it as a poet. You don't like it as a preacher. No, I don't. You don't I like pretty it much as, don't like it anyway. As Rick noted, as an ISIS hostage. All right. So <laughs> what? What? Wait. All right. I'll read it like an audiobook. Yes. There you go. She was the light of her parents' eye, and let's face it, the world's eyes. Okay. Yep, that's good. That's good. Growing up, Sarah could not have been a more perfect child. From kindergarten to high school, she flourished in every task she set her mind to, 
and had no problems whatsoever. She had more friends to count. Than she could count. She had... I wrote this all in one thing. I'm sorry, I was doing my job. Apparently she has problems with grammar, but she had more friends than she can count. Too many friends to name. And was never, ever bullied by a girl named Michelle that made her cry and forced her to eat her lunch in the bathroom after the librarian told her that food wasn't allowed in the library. Nope, not our Sarah. She was the beautiful princess that everyone aspired to be. I'd say, oh, somebody wants the... The hillbilly voice. Nobody wants the hillbilly voice. After high school, Sarah, after being accepted to each and every school she applied to, ended up choosing to go to Washington State University in Pullman, Washington. Every single school accepted you, and that's the one you chose. That's exactly it. And also, I never had any problems in high school, and everything was fine. Now, that was never any problem. For now, at this point... No, do the audiobook one again. I don't like that. Now, at this point, Sarah wasn't sure which of her talents she wanted to focus on, because there were so many. So she ventured forth and dipped her toes in this major, and that... Oh, okay. In this major Grammar and again, that. not No, you guys like, dipped her toes in this major and that. Yeah, there should be some commas in there. You have you used too many commas. If you've ever had anything from Greg, you see that he. I is love how this instantly goes to attack commas. me because you didn't use. I have one to take comma. out so many commas. <laughs> from commas are important. Oh my gosh! So she ventured forth and dipped her toes in this major and that. No, before no. finding her calling. How many commas do I use? So she ventured forth and dipped her toes in this major and that before. Finding her calling in a mixture of communications. The frat boy degree. Okay, A, it's communication. Speech communication. No, it's communications. Well, it, which, what was your actual I have a communications major? degree. Okay. And art. She liked art. She was good at art. She liked to talk. How does one make money making art and talking? Well, this is a topic she broached with her advisor who told her that she had a nice voice. And what did she think about broadcasting? Sarah thought about it, liked it, and applied for an internship in the seedy, rainy, then unpopular town of Portland, Oregon. People are really going uh, back and forth on, on what, uh, how I should read this. All right, so you, you applied to an, for an internship in the seedy... This, this goes on for like five more paragraphs, everybody, so I'm just letting... Well, if you wouldn't keep, like, dragging your heels and doing a shitty job at it, we would be through it already. Okay, let me get On her spring break, her senior year, Shara made the journey from Pullman, Washington, to Portland, Oregon, to meet with the program director of Fisher Communications to have her interview for a paid summer internship. She was very nervous for her interview, and when he would ask her the most basic of questions, she would freeze up and mumble. She still doesn't know why, but for some reason, she got the job. Days after graduating, okay, well, not really graduating, but walking because she still needed to complete and pass the damn internship to actually get the piece of paper. Did you actually graduate or not? I did. She packed up her things and drove to Portland and found herself on Hawthorne Boulevard, which is where, after researching on this new thing called the Internet, she read on a message board 
that that's where the cool people hang out. Seriously, that, I found one. That's what I based my entire existence in Portland around was one message board. Some person saying, like, Hawthorne Boulevard's the cool place in Portland. You like, moved here, though, same, around the same time I did. Well, actually, yeah. you moved after I did, but uh, that was when it was still in the hippie phase. Yeah, no, still hippie and still, like, super dirty. Yeah. Yeah. She... <laughs> She found a rad one-bedroom apartment on 34th and Hawthorne for $550. Oh, my God. I love that apartment. My God, that apartment was exquisite. It was remember, exquisite. I just, while, while we're reading this, remember that this is what Sarah spent 20 minutes furiously typing this morning about herself. So It was exquisite. Oh, God. I painted the walls this beautiful mustard yellow. It had an old, like, dial-up, you know, like, rotary phone that I spray-painted, like, a shiny black. Oh, God. And I had, like, a, two closets. Three closets. Wait, it had a rotary phone, like a spin. Yeah, like an old timey one that you could call up. It was like something out of a. It was like a New York apartment. It was fucking amazing. All wood floors, big bathroom, big kitchen. Five fifty a month, including everything. Oh, yeah. Right on Hawthorne, could yeah. look down and see all the stinky hippies walking around mm-hmm. from my window. They're coming back. The stinky hippies are making a comeback. Yeah. Anyone who uh, is familiar with Hawthorne, right there next to what used to be the. Hawthorne Cafe or whatever that was on the corner, that brick apartment building that's right there on 34th mm-hmm. next to the perfume house. That was my first apartment on the second floor. It was so wonderful. All right, I'm sorry. Wow. I digress. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, talking about ocular cancer. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, Wait, what? Oh, reading it is Paul Harvey. Where oh, yeah. <laughs> no. She found a one rad, <laughs> she okay. found a rad no, one bedroom the- apartment. Use your regular... 34th and... All right, fine. Sarah found a part-time job at the Lads Edition Starbucks, where she made venti soy mochas for stroller-pushing moms in stretch pants. After her morning shift, she would head to the radio station to intern at Fisher, which at the time housed country station KWJJ and Hot Talk 1080 KOTK. You're doing great. After interning... Oh, thank you, sir. After interning a couple of weeks in the sales department and going on a couple of really awkward cold calls with creepy salesmen, one of which touched her leg in the car, ugh, it was time to intern on the on-air side. And this is when she met her future partner in crime, Mr. Rick Emerson. Rick had longish, scraggly hair and wore unbuttoned silk shirts and black jeans and was kind kind of mean to Sarah. But eventually she broke him down with her charm and they became friends. Sarah and Rick, along with... Tim Riley, and eventually me, Greg, I'm reading this, went on to many great adventures and to many radio stations with a couple of speed bumps along the way. From her start in talk radio to being a morning traffic reporter on COIN and having mean old ladies write emails to her about how ugly her clothes were, to now living her dream of co-hosting Fun Employment Radio with me, Greg, (laughs) and working as an artist living in her studio in southeast Portland. That is much much, much more expensive than her first apartment on Hawthorne when she first moved there. Ugh, it was so amazing. She really misses that place. Sarah feels very lucky for the life she has carved out for herself. She is especially grateful for the wonderful people who allow her to follow her dream every day by supporting her, and she loves them all very much. Where does this story go? Only time will tell. All I know is that together, all of us, are lucky to know her, and I personally want every single day to be Sarah Day. I'm not reading the last part. Happy Sarah Day, everyone. <laughs> There's something about height in there. 
I'm not going to you address. You have to read all of it. I spent lots of time making it. No, I'm not going to read that part because it's not true. It's insinuating one of us is taller than the other. Um, all right. Well, happy Sarah Day. Sarah. So- if anyone wants a full copy of that, I would be glad to send it to you. You send your man- manifesto. If you want my manifesto. If you would like a transcript of Sarah Day, <laughs> please email funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Or send a self-addressed stamped envelope for which Sarah will return a signed copy of uh, her manifesto. We got some tears in there. <laughs> you have to read it, Greg. Keelan Everyone's... says, Jesus Christ, I hope when I die, the only person left to, left to read my eulogy isn't Greg. Oh, I'll be reading it. Keelan King was a man. A man of many talents. A man who liked feet. Okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone should go for Keelan's wake. Everyone needs to go barefoot. Um, that would be That would be helpful to him. Greg. Yeah, I have to write that in there. Yeah, uh, that, that would be the best way to handle that. Um, all right. Well, anyway, Sarah, I'm glad to... Don't be rude and say the part that everybody wants to hear. No, I'm not going to say it. I spent all that time writing... Sarah, you're not following me. What is that? Uh, people can slow it down and listen to it. We do it one more time really fast. No, I'm not going to do it again. No, I said it. I said it once already. I said it once already, Sarah. God dang it. I really wish that you would have, like, it would have been a lot better if you would have just read it Sarah, straight Sarah, you're taller through. than me. But you're not. That's not true. You realize that's not true, right? If you would have read that properly. We've already had this discussion about who's taller. That would have been amazing. We had to, oh, just, sorry, did I ruin it? Yes, you ruined, ruined everything. Saturday. All right, well, I apologize. I'm sorry about that. Greg was just admitting that he's shorter than I am. That's, but that's entirely untrue. I mean, we can do a test. On April 14th, we can do a test. What, a height test? Yeah, I'll do it in front of everybody. Okay. I will stand there as, as my witness. No shoes on, socks only. Ew, keep your shoes on. No, it's got to be socks only. Not you with your, like, eight-inch boots. I feel like you boots, have, like, lift your socks. Your platforms. Yeah, I feel like I don't you have, have lift, lift socks. socks. No. No. No, no, no. Hmm. No, oh, I think, yeah, we'll do the test. We'll do the test live. Live. April 14th. Save that date. Save the date. Yeah, are we going to put up the stuff today? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> but we will this week. Sounds great. Yeah, so we should we should go up tomorrow. You're never supposed to say no on a live broadcast, Greg. Uh, well, but it's not going to happen today. It'll be tomorrow. <laughs> so so I'm is. just, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's when it yes, is. Yes, but what you're supposed to say is yes, but not today, tomorrow. But you asked specifically, will we put that up today? And I'm, I don't feel like lying. It's not going to go up today. It'll go up yes, tomorrow. tomorrow it will be up. Yes, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And, um, okay, let's, uh, do we have some World of Crazy? I mean, I have a couple stories. Okay, let's do a little bit of World of Crazy. I'm just, I'm so disappointed, Greg. Like, I really. I read that entire thing for you. What well. What did I do wrong? I did I read it know. well. Like, I, I just feel like it could have been better. Like, when I wrote that, I was like, this is gold. But you didn't respect the material. I respected the no, material. I read you, it. You wanted to do your, like, voices more than you did. Well, I, I have a I chance am... to do the voices. I'm just saying, if you have quality content, you don't muck it up by doing, like, <laughs> kooky voices. What a shitty Sarah day. I'm really sorry, I've ruined everything. Sarah. Day. Yeah, you do. 
Well, I guess I have a couple of stories since I'm just pulling the weight today. <laughs> wow. Real sad day in here. Real rough time for Sarah. Two tears Hello, for Sister my Sarah. friends. My name is Sarah. You might have learned something about me today if Greg hadn't mucked it up with all of this kooky <laughs> voices. You've really latched on to muck. Is that like your word for the day? Yeah, you've mucked Mucking it up. Mucking it up. Because I want to say fuck it up, but I don't want to be so profane, so you've mucked it up. Oh. Okay. All right. Yeah, but clearly, I believe you fucked it up. I'm not angry. You're angry. <clears throat> Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, got a couple stories. First one is at a Staten Island. I knew a, a girl named Dana from Staten Island. She Dana me, from Staten no, Island. She called me Sarah. She'd be like, Sarah. Sarah, let's go have a bath, Sarah. And so that's what everyone would call Sarah. me. Sarah. When I went to school in London, most of the people I went to um, school with, if they weren't British, they were mostly from the East Coast. And yep. so she would call me Sarah. And so everyone else kept ca- started calling me, not Sarah, they Sarah. would call me Sarah. 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 She was from Staten Island. Sarah. I don't know if this is her, but I don't think she lives in Staten Island anymore. Or could. No, she lives in LA. Let me think about that out loud. Yeah. Are you still friends with her? I am on the uh, on the Facebooks. Oh. Yeah, she was uh, she was quite the character. Okay. Okay. First up, a woman. This is uh, quite the run-on sentence, but it has all the information in it. Okay. A woman who choked her former best friend's new best friend at a PTA meeting on her Saturday former night. Former best friend's new best friend. Her former best friend's new best okay. friend at a PTA meeting on Staten Island <laughs> this past Saturday night was she isn't dead. Was shot by police after a series of strange events the following Sunday. So a Staten Island woman's crime spree through the borough ended with uh, NYPD officers shooting and injuring her during a traffic stop. So this is what happened. I like how they call it a strange series of events. A strange series of events. I do. I, I like that. That's how they get me. I'm like, strange series. Yeah, that's how they series. hook you in. Yeah, strange series of events. I'm there for that. Is that if you read that on like a book title or a movie title, would that, yes. would that instantly hook yes, you in? Yes, that hooks me. Okay. the talons in there. A strange series of events. Well, it was a series of events. Eh, okay. Mm, strange series strange of events? Strange series of events. Okay. Now we're talking. All right, so here we go. A strange series of events led to a police-involved shooting this past weekend. It all started Saturday night. Dun, dun, dun. (gasps) Here's where it began. So what happened is the woman allegedly (laughs) choked her former best friend's new best friends at a parent-teacher association meeting at the Academy of St. Dorothy. Does it explain? I want to know more about this. Like, what was the falling out? Why? How long was this new best friend in the picture it what caused the breakup? The... Was it the new friend that caused the breakup? Like got in between them? Like a new woman moved to town and like drove a wedge in between them? I don't know if it is. It doesn't really like specify what broke up the Because the new, the new best friend could be kind of a shitty person too. I mean, I'm okay, just saying, so you're you know, saying she deserved to be strangled. I'm not saying she deserved to be strangled, but I'm but saying not, there's not extenuating saying she circumstances. Didn't to be strangled. She's like, why don't you go do something by yourself? This is my best friend this now. This is my best friend. Bitch. You know, and then something Mara's like that. Mara's my best friend. Yeah. 
All right, well, this all started Saturday night when the Staten Island woman allegedly choked her former best friend's new best friend at a PTA meeting. Okay. Law enforcement sources say she was arrested for criminal obstruction. Uh, okay, so criminal obstruction of breathing. I guess that's what the technical term is for choking. <laughs> obstruction, obstruction of breathing. breathing. Okay. Uh, after the PTA. I'm not choking you. I'm obstructing your breathing. Uh, but the madness continued Sunday afternoon when the woman drove to her mother-in-law's house and, let's see, and began firing a starter pistol at the home. So not an actual pistol, but a starter pistol, like starting a race. Yeah. She was starting firing a starter pistol at the Isn't house. Isn't that just going to be really loud? Yeah, so they don't fire bullets. It's just like a yeah, lot of Yeah, it's just like, really loud. loud. Yeah, so... Um, so she was firing the starter pistol at her mother-in-law's house. The woman and a man got into a black GMC SUV and were eventually pulled over by police. Officers detained the man for further questioning, but the woman managed to take off in the SUV, so she has ditched him and kept on going. This was after obstructing the breathing of her former best friend's new best friend okay. the night before. Gotcha. And then shooting the starter pistol at her mother-in-law's house. Okay. Uh, so from there, she went to... Uh-oh. She went back to... Her former best friend's house. Oh, no. And used a brick to break into her house. What was she going to do when she got in? I don't know. Well, the former best friend at, uh, wasn't home at the time, but her son was. Uh, and the woman took the son's phone. Now, the son managed to escape to a neighboring home belonging to a retired cop where he called the police. The son also called his mother and warned her not to come home because her former best friend was inside the house with a starter pistol. Which he didn't know at the time. He thought it was a gun. When the police arrived, uh, the woman took off in the SUV. She was eventually so she was holding over. her son hostage. She broke into the house. The son escaped, going to the neighbor, gotcha. which happened to be a retired cop. Where they called the police. Sorry. Then the son uh, had also called the mother, telling her not to come home okay. because the former best friend was in the house. Okay. During the traffic stop, the woman took out the gun and ignored the officers' demands to drop it. Two officers fired five rounds at the woman, hitting her once in the shoulder. Uh, they say they don't believe she fired at the officers during the encounter. Is this an actual gun or is it still the starter pistol? They are not saying. Uh, neighbors describe hearing gunshots and yelling. They heard her screaming, you shot me, I'm shot. You shot me, when I'm the shot. Woman, the woman was taken to the medical center and was in stable condition. Can I do the voiceover? Like, like, you shot part. me, I'm shot. You shot me, I'm shot. No, 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 but she has to be Staten Island. You shot me, you I'm shot. You shot me, I'm shot. shot. Okay. The woman was taken, yes, the medical center was in stable condition by Sunday afternoon. Uh, the suspect was identified as 41-year-old Lori... What are you trying to say? Lori. She has <laughs> no prior <laughs> What's the last name? <laughs> I want to hear you attempt it. I don't even... Send it to me. I'm going to put it in the chat. So everyone... I. How do you even... Pronounce that. Genazhaj? Gin. Yeah, Ginasha. 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 Lori. Is, uh, so she has no prior arrests. It's unclear if she has an attorney. Police say they charged Lori with burglary, acting in a manner um, injurious to a child less than 17, menacing, aggravated harassment, and criminal mischief. Police say they recovered the starter pistol at the scene. So it turns out she didn't actually have a gun, but you can't wave around a starter pistol and not expect people to think that it's not a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Do you think this could be a Lifetime movie? I know you're a Lifetime aficionado. Uh, it didn't go on long enough. Not long enough for Oh it? my gosh, I watched but an what about amazing all the lead up, though, to it? Lifetime movie last night. 
called Rivals, which is based on a true story. And by amazing, I mean like a horrific Lifetime movie because a lot of them are based on actual events. Yeah. And this one was about this girl who was stalked by – oh, it was – so I was uh, – I fall down the rabbit hole. What I do is I watch Lifetime movies and then I find the true stories about them and then that's why I can't sleep. Because I watched this one. It's about this girl who like basically uh, is obsessed with this other girl and uh, ends up murdering her because she thinks that her boyfriend likes her. Really? It's it. It's horrible. Wait, this really happened? And it really happened. Ew. It's like they have their real names and like you can look them up and like see if they're still in prison, which this this person still is. But um, anyway, that being said, no, this does not have the quality makings of a good lifetime movie. Okay. The end. I watched a terrible movie last night too. What did you watch? Uh, I watched The Outsider on Netflix. It is terrible. I knew it was going to be bad. The Outsider? I didn't know how bad it was going to be. It's I don't even think I've heard of it. Jared that. Leto. So you think, okay, well, maybe there's some redeeming quality here. And then it's the Yakuza. I'm like, okay, I like gangster movies. No, it's set in shortly after World War II where Jared Leto helps out a Yakuza member. You know what the Yakuza is? Yeah, they're the Japanese mafia. Japanese mafia, yeah. Helps out a Japanese mafia member in prison. And then now they join, he joins Yakuza as a white guy. What? American after World War II and he helps them. Beat up other gangsters, and I mean, it's it's just it's awful. It's really bad. And then of course, it's all of a sudden he's banging Japanese girls and getting his tattoos, and it's so bad. That sounds really bad. I posted something on Twitter. It's basically like a thirteen-year-old boy wrote it, who was obsessed with Japan, the Yakuza, and Ninja Magazine, because that's you get a little bit of all of those things. But from a 13-year-old boy's perspective, like, yeah, and then he's going to, you know, cut the other guy with a knife move. And then this hot Japanese girl is going to be like, oh, yeah, I want you. You totally got that bad guy who has beat me up. I'm like, yeah, let's get together now. And then the other Japanese guy is going to be like, I respect you. You're white, but I respect you. And, and then he's going to be like, I present you with this. A okay. Samurai sword. Jeez, because you're gonna be with my yeah. That's that's kind of how it is. That sounds awful. Yeah. Yeah. It's right. really bad. And what was it called? The Outsider. The Outsider. Yeah. Um, I do, if we're talking about movies yeah. that you shouldn't watch, uh, I also watched one I'm called Drinks Whiskey. I watched one called Night World. That was not amazing. Okay. It has Jason London in it. I know that screams quality. But yeah, yeah. That I was gonna say. Yeah. Okay. It's very pretty. Like it's filmed in Bulgaria. Um, so the sets and stuff are pretty, but the, oh, it was bad. Okay. Just so, so in case you're curious. All right. Just so you know. Okay. All right. And do have one more story. This is out of New Zealand. And here is the headline, which you have to tell me who you think is more at fault in this. Like the person, well, I mean, clearly the person who did it is at fault, but also the person who fell for this. Uh, yeah. Seems a little suspect. A New Zealand man has pleaded guilty in court to tricking a woman into having sex with him by telling her that he had been poisoned and needed to sweat out the toxins or else he would die within 48 hours. Wow. Wow. He convinced a woman that she had to have sexual relations with him so he could sweat out the toxins of the poison or else he would die. So he did admit in court that he did indeed trick a woman into doing this as a 24-year-old con artist pleaded guilty to sexual connection induced by a threat. So according by to the threat. New Zealand... By threat? Like, what's the threat? So this is like, what he did. So, kind of his problem? 
Well, here's there's a little more to it. So it says, okay. according to the New Zealand Herald, which uh, cites the police reports, it worked like this. So the man who was not identified showed up at the woman's at the woman's home, red faced and bent over, and told her that he had been beaten up and forced to drink a vial of poison. He said there was no antidote available, and the only cure was <laughs> How did to he know? sweat out the toxins. How did he know? The people that forced him and did this and, and made him drink the poison said, the only solution is mild exercise <laughs> to sweat it out. <laughs> no. Like, so he said there was no antidote available, and the only cure was to sweat out the toxins within 48 hours. So this is what you, So the woman suggested that he go for a brisk jog. Well, the man yeah. declined. Saying the toxins could only be eliminated, quote, in a particular way. Oh, my God. I mean, hey, this guy's terrible, but also, come on, lady. I mean. At this point, the woman began receiving emails from an unknown address corroborating the story. The emails directed her. <laughs> That's pretty even honest. I like that he ran to her house and not the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and plus he ran. No, Isn't that don't. sweating? I mean. I know. But no, he was not eliminating the toxins in that particular way. <laughs> well, makes sense. All right. So she began uh, oh. receiving emails from an unknown address. Uh, so the emails directed her to perform sexual acts on the man four times. Wait, and was have... he just sitting there like, oh, just a second. You should check your email. You should totally work over in. Oh directed her so perform sexual acts on him four times and have sex with him three times within 48 hours in order to get the poison out of his body. <sighs> Police say that she willingly consented because she thought that she was saving the man's life. But after 48 hours, the woman continued to get emails. The emails got a little more vicious, saying that her loved ones would be harmed or semi-naked pictures of her would be posted online if she didn't perform sex acts with the man three to seven times a day. She was also instructed to let the man film the sex on his phone. Um, it was what? then that the woman Wait, became suspicious. Why that have to do with the poison? <laughs> it was then that the woman became oh, suspicious because man. before that, it totally made sense. Uh. Well, she suspected a ruse because the emails referred to the man by a nickname he only ever called himself, which I wonder what the nickname is, and because he was the only person to benefit from the arrangement, you think? Well, she eventually reported the threats to the police, and he faces sentencing on May 25th. Wow. So if somebody shows up sweaty and red-faced saying that they need to have sexual relations with you uh, in order to get the poison out of their body, I just don't, just don't think it's Let real. Let them figure it out. Yeah. Maybe check them to the hospital? Yeah. Let them do their own thing? I don't thing. even think I'm going to do that. Yeah. All right, well, there you have it. There's your world of crazy. Right. Wait a minute. All right, Sarah is still sick if you are hearing the uh, wonderful sounds of sickness in the background. I'm sorry. The it's sound of sickness. Of sickness. I'm not sick. It's just everything is now leaving, and it's very annoying. All right. It's all right. Um, should we do a little bit of ball do talk? Do we want to do a little bit of ball Yeah, I do have a little bit of ball talk because talk. it's a big day. It's a day that a lot of people are waiting for, in particular, to waiting to hear from me. Because oh, is this when the games start again? Right now. No, not those ones. Not the March Madness games. Those start back up Saturday. The insanity of the month before April. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. Sarah, it's a day that Las Vegas... In particular, probably most sporting outlets are paying very close attention to Fun Employment Radio today. Why is that? Because, Sarah, today is the day. I make my prediction of who will win the World Series, lest you forget 
Nine, two years ago, before two years, you can't the Major League Baseball season began, ago. I made my prediction of who would win the World Series. Sarah, who, who did I predict? I don't remember. The Chicago Cubs, a team that hadn't won in a hundred million years. That a hundred and million years, yes. you heard it first. No one in their right mind would have predicted the Chicago Cubs to win the World Series. But no, on this show, right here, where I sit right now, I made that prediction. I think it was even a show that Big Jim was on when I made that prediction. I think it was. And Sarah, I want to ask you, who won the World Series that year? I'm having trouble recalling. Wait, are you still oh, focusing on two years ago? I'm having a little trouble recalling. No, I want to know who won Ooh. last year and who you said was going to win. Who won the World Series when I predicted the Chicago Cubs were going to win? I don't know. The Chicago Cubs won. Wow. Ever since then, Vegas has paid very close attention to what goes on in this show. And Sarah, Major League Baseball starts back up today, and I have yet another prediction. So... I know a lot of people are sitting there very furiously at their computers waiting to place their bets. And I do always suggest, you know, if you are going to make a bet based on my predictions, that, of course, you um, send a tithing to Fun Employment Radio when, when it does end money. up being correct. Nobody ever sent me a tithing for the Chicago Cubs winning, by the way. I don't think I ever got one. So somebody's holding out. All right. A lot of choices in this game. Oh, so many choices. We've got, you know, the Houston Astros. They could be the defending champions. We've got uh, lots of lots of teams that are that are possibilities. The Washington Nationals. I was leaning really closely towards the Washington Nationals to be the Super Bowl or excuse me World Series champions this year, and I almost went that route. Oh boy. I almost did. So I want that on the record. I almost picked the Washington Nationals. You did. Yeah. Okay. On the and record, almost I almost picked the winning lottery numbers. I almost picked the Washington Nationals. And I'm really struggling with not picking them. But I just don't think it's quite their year because you know where it's going, Sarah. You know where it's going? No, I don't know where it's going. I don't know where you're going. So I say D. I say D-O, D-O-D, D-O-D-G. Oh, no. D-O-D-G-E-R-S, team, 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 team. Oh. Dodgers. You're picking the Dodgers? The Dodgers are going to win the World Series. For 2018, the Los Angeles Dodgers will be your World Series champions. We will be playing this clip of audio. Are you trying to like, be good friends with Josh Love or something? November. Why? Because he's a huge Dodgers fan. No, he's not. Isn't he he or hates or the Dodgers. Angels. Yeah, he's an Angels fan. Is that baseball? But too? stop ruining my my speech here. Oh, this I'm is sorry. a clip that's going to be cut out. I don't want Josh. Josh Love has nothing to do with this. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I ruining something that you were really excited about? Yes. With me talking and ruining it, I wonder how that feels. The Did Los you prepare that? Angles Hello. Do you like my new voice? Dodgers will be <laughs> the World Series champions. Los Angeles Dodgers, mark it down, send me a tithing. If you make the bet, that is who the World Series champions will be for 2018. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Sarah You can stop playing that anytime. Strike three. All right, well, there's where we're at. That's, what the, that's the deal. That's who I believe is going to win, Sarah. Oh, boy. All right. Oh, um, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. 
You're all wonderful people. We have a lot of things in the archives. So funemploymentradio.com slash supporter. You can join the supporters club. You'll get your fancy pin in the mail. If you've been receiving your pins, please send us an email and let us know. Apparently, Mr. Jenke had his stolen. Somebody stole. Somebody slit a... open his envelope and stole his pin. That is how much these things are in they demand. They are coveted. They are coveted, these supporters' pins. You have I'm to be a member. My... I keep transferring mine. Them. I had it on my bag earlier, then I walked to the studio, so I put it on my zip-up hoodie. So if you and then I put it onto my shirt. So hopefully everybody's wearing them out there, and, and send us pictures of you wearing them. Yes, I'm making a like montage. A, thank you to Matt. Yeah. Thank you uh, to Dwayne. Um, thank you to everyone who sent them. Uh, sent them. Yeah. to us so far. But one of you out there wearing it is a fraud. I'm going to be looking for that person forever. It's like when somebody broke into my truck when I was in high school, and they mm-hmm. stole like well, they stole like my stereo, well, my tape deck, and my speakers, and then they stole my Jack in the Box Jack ball from my antenna. I looked for that thing for years. I looked at every uh, car. You realize they sent out millions of those things. No, but I thought that like as to soon other as people. I see that one, millions I'm like, where did of you get that? Where did you get that? Had jackpot? the jack in the box. Well, you know what? Jackpot. That was somebody took that off of your antenna, and you were upset about that. You know, you could have just gone to Jack in the Box and got another one. I was upset. It was the principle of the matter. Not only did they steal my stereo, they also stole my ball. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway. Um. Yeah, Vicky, I sent yours. The so. Fun Employment Radio. And Cammy got hers. Yeah. Supporters Club pin. Mike says, yeah, see, it, see if it's for sale on eBay. Yeah, we've got to track this down. This is a case for the country PI. That is a case for the I country PI. I did talk PI. to... Mr. Jenke, we will, we will block out your um, address, of course, and everything, but we'll show. It was slid open on both sides, and the card that I wrote in there yeah. was still in there, but the pin was gone. The pin was taken out. <sighs> All right. Dun, I, was, dun, I wrote dun. Mr. Jenke about this. What's going to have to happen, though, if we want to do a full investigation on this and make sure there's no fraud involved, I will have to camp out at your house for probably the next two weeks. Uh, minimum, no. I will be there 24 hours a day. I will be watching over everything that happens. That's so creepy. We'll investigate everything that goes on. Um, every waking moment that you wake up, I will be there in your living room or on your front porch. So we'll get to the bottom of this. And I have to make a lot of notes about what goes on in the neighborhood. Mm, I have to make, okay, uh, it's, it's really, that. there's a lot that has to do. Oh, and by jackball, I meant like the antenna ball. That was clear, right? Because people keep saying, what's a jackball? I'm not sure what's what's your. It was very. I remember what you're talking about—the little styrofoam thing that they made millions and millions and millions of them. I know. And gave them to anyone who walked in the door. And that asshole who broke into my truck. Yes. Okay. Uh, We do have a birthday, real quick, before uh, we go. I want to wish a very happy birthday to Kelly. Kelly. Your husband, Tim, wrote in. Tim, Tim wrote, hello, I would like to request a drunk Elvis birthday shout out to my wife, Kelly. And you know what? Since I'm on top of this, Tim. I got it on the actual day it's supposed to be. Yes, today is Kelly's birthday. And Happy happiest birthday. of birthdays to you, Kelly. Happy a, birthday, Kelly. Not only is it your birthday, it's also my day. So, Kelly, I feel like we can share something. Like, you're welcome for getting to have your birthday on oh. Sarah Day. We share it together. All right. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. And we have one more birthday. Tell me. A happy birthday to Maria. 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 Happy Maria, you're the best. To you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Yay. All right. All right, indeed. Oh, my All right. Well, thank you, everybody. What a great day for wonderful humans to be born. For tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We do appreciate it. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503 575 If you'd like my manifesto, please send me an email and let me know. 
be happy to send it to you. Sarah at FunEmploymentRadio.com. And I will send it your way. So you can print it out and frame it, I'm sure. Everybody wants to frame sure. it. If you're going to um, and also save the date for April 14th, if you'd like a hard copy, I'm sure that I can bring it to you. She'll be signing copies of her manifesto. I'll be signing copies of my manifesto. On April 14th. We do have some real special things planned for that. So and we do have a special guest that we all talk about. We do have a special guest that's mm. going to be joining us on that day. And plus, come say hello to us before we leave for Alaska. 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 Yes, indeed. I was attacked by an owl. <laughs> all right. You're welcome, Mr. Jenke. You're welcome. He's saying thanks for letting us share the special day with you, Sarah. It's my pleasure. The pleasure is all mine. Okay. Thank you, Vicky. Happy Sarah Day to you too. All right. Rick, happy Sarah Day to you too. Thank okay. you, Rick. I really appreciate it. Okay. Uh, Cammy, thank you. Happy Sarah Day. Okay, that's Betty. probably an okay. happiest of Sarah Days to you. All right. Uh, join me at two uh, thirty p.m. Pacific today, where I'll be live on YouTube and Facebook for Trends with Benefits from Digital Trends. Yeah. I shall be there. Join us. Thank you, Keelan. Happy Sarah Day to you too. And tomorrow we will return with more Fun Employment Radio live at noon o'clock at our usual time. If you're a Sporters Club member, there are some things that I've just added to the archive, including the phone call that we got the other day, the continuation of Derek's fishing hole. That is in there. We're not right putting now. up the earlier thing, are we? Uh, Sarah's pilot? <laughs> yeah, we might put up Sarah's pilot that she filmed before we started today. Happy Sarah Day, David. It's called Feedbag. <laughs> You'll have to join the Supporters Club to find out what that's all about. All right, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. .com. Bye, friends. Love you. <laughs> Watch you eat now. <laughs>